Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. I am your curator, Professor Grunsplatter. Beyond these doors crouch the wonders, horrors, and wry smiles of an uncanny world. This world, your world. Should you choose to come inside, the sounds and stories that the shadows tell will be yours to behold. Make no mistake, it is a place of questions, not answers. A place where the tickle in your belly or the twitch in your eye simply mean you're paying attention. But then if you weren't curious, you wouldn't be here. There will be no refunds once you enter. Thank you for your attention and the brave ones.
Greetings. Welcome to episode 44 of Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. That was the pessimist chamber with We Have to Burn the Bodies. Before that was the doomed bird of Providence with the Cave of the Doughboys from the Blind Mouths Eat release. And opening the show today was Exhale with the track Absolution from their Romantic Death EP. Coming up in a little bit, I have something about Arthur Crew Inman, a man whose mental breakdown led to literary immortality that likely would have otherwise eluded him. First, though, this is a track from Fro Char. I'm not sure I'm saying that right. Uh, with the title track off their album, Fossils.
That was Nastika with Incantation from the EP of the same name. Uh, before that was the uh, Melancholics with Noonday Demons from their self-titled demo. And opening that set was Frochar with Fossils. Join me in the Spookatorium Portraiture Gallery, home to some of history's more eccentric characters. I stumbled across the story of Arthur Crew Inman while I was looking for something else entirely different to talk about and found the, his story strangely fascinating. Not necessarily in the same way that some of the other things on this show may, might be, but um, all the same. Uh, Arthur was born in May of 1895 in Atlanta. He was a poet, and he had also edited Confederate General George Pickert's Pickett's letters um, for publication. He had published 12 volumes of his own poetry that largely went unheralded, and if it weren't for his other work, there is a good chance history would have overlooked him entirely. In 1916, at the age of 21, Inman had a breakdown, which he says caused him to become overwhelmed by all of the stimuli of each of his senses and he retreated to a life of isolation. He sequestered himself in a series of five apartments in a building called Garrison Hall in Boston. He kept it dark to ease his light sensitivity and attempted to soundproof it as he could to limit the outside noise. And over the next 47 years, he set to create what ultimately became a 17 million word diary that filled 155 handwritten volumes. He was naked in his honesty, candor, and intimate details, but it was not merely self-indulgent, though there was that too. He chronicled not only the news of the times from things like the rise of the atomic bomb to the death of JFK, but beyond all of that, he also cataloged the lives of ordinary people. Inman would place ads in the paper such as this, quote, Wanted talkers and readers, have you imagination? Can you read or talk rapidly and interestingly? Have you had unusual, dramatic, or exciting experiences? Five dollars per hour to amuse an invalid author, more if your speech is superlative, unquote. And they came to him. He chronicled the lives of the anonymous as long as they had a good story to tell, and he threaded them through his diary. According to Harvard Press, he was a bit of a lech with a particular interest in young women, but his subjects were largely diverse, with no weight given to class or status, only the quality of their stories. Inman estimated he chronicled the lives of more than a thousand people to create a vast narrative, both personal and historical, and did it largely without ever leaving his department for years on end. Inman shot himself in December of 1963, 47 years after first holding up in Garrison Hall. And this was one of his final sentiments. Quote, One day you will know my world more intimately than you do your own. You will have mapped its textures, its Chinese box construction. You should choose, should you choose to emphasize my whiny, rotten qualities, so be it. 
If I am made out as some kind of genius of solitude, I will likewise go along. But if you attempt to nicen me up, I will come back as a ghost and seek revenge on you as one who has cheated me of my rightful place in history. In 1985, Harvard University Press published an abridged two-volume set entitled The Inman Diary, a public and private confession edited by uh, Daniel Aaron. And it's also been published under the name uh, From a Darkened Room, The Inman Diary. Uh, a playwright named Lorenzo Di Stefano adapted the diary into a play called Camera Obscura that, from what I can tell, had its heyday in the early 2000s and was well received. When the Harvard volumes were released, the New York Times concluded its review this way, quote, The diary has to be taken seriously as a work in which the case history used to study psychopathology intersects with darker themes of literary modernism, reflecting social dislocation, moral confusion, and struggles with self-definition in this sense, Inman's diary has the flavor, if not the shape, of a modern novel.
showcase music and ideas. I am not an expert at anything, and I have no agenda beyond fostering curiosity. The show is not monetized on any platform. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. A video version is available on the Cryonic Mind YouTube page. If you can like, subscribe, comment, etc., it helps the show's visibility. If your music was featured here and you'd prefer it was not, let me know and I will remove it from the feed. You can reach the show at spookatorium at gmail.com. The website can be found at spookatorium.org, and your comments are always welcome. Thanks very much for spending some time here. Ghosts. How did I suddenly start knowing about ghosts? All my life up till now, I never saw a ghost. I never knew anything about them. Now, I know that a ghost is a failure. A ghost is a defeat. A ghost is a remnant. It's what's left behind when you go away haven't the strength to take all yourself with you. No wonder people are afraid of ghosts. You see a ghost, and you know what could happen to you. You could lose part of yourself, all of yourself. You could end up transparent. No strength to move, no strength to get away. Not even wanting to get away. Because a ghost is what hangs on. A ghost is what can't let go. I don't know what this is that's happening now. But I never went looking for it. It came. Looking for me.
was a failure, a defeat by Death Librarian from their recent release on component recordings. Uh, before that was Vile Temper with Sabat, and opening the set was Theologian with the track And All the Earth a Grave. Coming up next is Happy Just to Be Again from Hitting Birth. <laughs>
That was Test Department with Fist, and I love that song. Uh, Before that was Hitting Birth with Happy Just to Be Again, and that is all she wrote for this episode. Thank you for listening. As always, I do appreciate it. And uh, to play us out this time, this is uh, Controlled Opposition with Status Stricture. I don't believe you. 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 I don't believe you.